Welcome to Firefighting in Canada, the podcast, brought to you by Draeger. Draeger products protect, support, and save lives. Firefighting equipment you can trust. You've tuned in for compelling conversation on hot topics impacting Canada's fire service. I'm Hope BC Fire Chief Tom DeSorcy. And joining us today, we have the opportunity to have a conversation on public education and fire. And uh, Laura King is the NFPA Public Education Rep for Canada. It's nice to uh, to have you here and talk uh, about public education. Oh, it's always nice to talk to you, Tom. We have, uh, of course, uh, many activities throughout the year that uh, NFPA is uh, involved in. And I, I mean activities, I mean resources and such to help fire uh, departments and help the fire service. But I guess the big thing would be for you i guess this is the the this is the big event uh, if if you will in in october is is fire prevention week and officially october 6 to 12 is fire prevention week traditionally and uh, it's it's been around for a lot of years and uh, maybe a little history about fire prevention week and where it all came from, and a national campaign for Canada, and I guess for the U.S., right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It is international, <clears throat> certainly North North America wide. Uh, fire Prevention Week goes back a long time. It um, commemorates the Great Chicago Fire, and on the 40th anniversary of the Great Chicago Fire, the Fire Marshals Association of North America uh, proclaimed, sponsored the first National Fire Prevention Day. We've been doing it in Canada for many, many years as well, and uh, it is a time for everybody to recognize what we can do to keep our families safe from fire and other hazards. So yeah, fire departments across the country embrace it, um, promote it, and uh, host lots of activities that can get their communities involved and everybody thinking a little bit more during that particular week about how they can keep their families safe in their homes. There's a lot of, uh, I, I would think, and I'm going back to my experience in British Columbia where my fire department has materials or various materials available and honestly haven't used a lot of stuff from NFPA. Uh, maybe because I didn't know it was available, uh, the resources available, and uh, taking what my local province would send through the fire commissioner's office, and maybe some other provinces do that. Uh, I'm wondering if there are that many fire departments that don't utilize NFPA, don't know that this is available. Well, we hope to, we hope to help them Absolutely. know more about that today. Um, so NFPA offers a host of resources. Our theme for 2019 is not every hero wears a cape, plan and practice your escape. Brilliant. So you can have a lot of fun with that, mm -hmm, right? You mm -hmm. can do the whole superhero thing with the kids and whatnot. It, you know, there's some rhymes in there. It goes well and lends itself well to, you know, an open house or whatever it is you might be doing and you can do all kinds of wonderful activities. Our website for Fire Prevention Week is firepreventionweek.org. You can go straight there. You don't have to go through our NFPA site. So firepreventionweek.org is it. And if you look on that site, we've got resources, resources, resources. So make your plan. So we've got uh, escape planning grids for uh, young people, for students, for older adults, for everybody you could think of, just done in a little bit of a different way. We've got um, resources including videos, activity sheets, lesson plans, um, how to present uh, the plan your escape lessons, things like that. So it's all there and it's all turnkey. So we don't expect fire departments to come to the site and say, okay, here's all this stuff now, what do we do with it? We're actually giving it to you so you can say, oh, okay, I can take this video and these resources and these activities and go into a school or host an open house or go to a senior's residence or whatever it is with a whole package mm -hmm. that's there for you. 
you don't have to be necessarily as creative as some. You can take it, make it a small little campaign. A lot of uh, people don't have the human resources to be able to do this. So I, I think that this gives the opportunity for the smaller fire department to uh, to create a, a campaign that, uh, that will work for the week. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we even do more than that for them. We've got a toolkit on the website. So again, it's, it's firepreventionweek.org. And the toolkit includes press releases, talking points, proclamations for so nationally, provincially, and locally, and a fundraising letter that is available now. So if you need some help, raising a little bit of, um, of cash to help you put on an event, that's there as well. The nice thing now is that having the Canadian representative, we've Canadianized all of these resources, so you know people used to get a little bit frustrated with NFPA because it would be all-American and all-American data and whatnot, and it would say state, not province or territory. So now it's all Canadianized, so it really is turnkey. You just plug in your name, the date, your fire department, and you know add your name at the end of the quotes that we've provided, and away you go. It's so easy. yeah, and that that's our 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 whole purpose is to make it easy for the fire department so that you don't have to if you're a volunteer fire department you don't have the resources to put into building a program for a week right so we've got that the other thing you know on our banners and whatnot <clears throat> which we make available through uh, fire hall bookstore is where you can get some of these resources the the resources that are, are not downloadable but the banner and uh, the the kits with some of the the, the wonderful resources in them um, We've taken dates off the banner, so you can use the banner all year and work on the theme. And then our new theme this year, we've got different scenarios. So the artwork and the images, if you're an urban setting, a rural setting, or sort of a composite mm -hmm. setting, the uh, artwork and the images reflect that. So we're thinking a little bit better now about who our audiences are. That's important. I think the the fire audience, as you say, is not the same. It's not a uh, carbon copy across the, the country or across North America. Every fire department has their resources. Every fire department looks different, acts different, responds differently. And uh, doing, I guess, fire prevention and public education sometimes is not being done on a regular basis. And this is the one opportunity a year where you get a chance to be part of a national campaign. Yeah, and we understand that. We understand how limited resources are in some parts of, of the, the country. And, you know, we're happy to be the go-to so that you can go to the site and grab all this stuff and just run with it. We even have social media cards. So if you're not, you know, a department that tweets regularly and because you don't have time to craft the tweets, we've got them. You just go to the site, pull them off, and put them out on your Twitter feed. And they are aimed at consumers. They're not aimed, you know, sometimes fire departments, we like to tweet each other, right? They're aimed at the consumers. So they're really solid messaging about planning and practicing your escape. And they, the messages and the graphics that go with them look like everybody, right? So the, it's, it's de depending on where you are and your demographic, you can find something in our sort of little treasure trove there of social media messaging. The, the, you know, the target audience uh, has always been the kids, the, the, uh, the lower grades. And uh, I think that obviously this does play to that perfectly with the, uh, with the superhero uh, superhero idea. I yeah, think it's awesome. It does, but you know, there's a whole generation out there that have watched all those Marvel movies too <laughs> and whatnot, so that's even the adolescents, yeah, we're working on that. But the messaging that's critical, and we, we have messaging that goes with the Fire Prevention Week theme, as I said, for older adults, for people with mobility challenges, mm -hmm. for um, physically impaired, and for deaf and hard of hearing people. So all of the messaging mm -hmm. um, is included in the packaging that you'll see on the website. And that's so, a bit of a departure, is it not? Again, going back to the to the this the, the original. I'm going back a couple of years. I don't want to say the old days, but I, I can almost get to that point where you where you had the this is for 
kids kindergarten to grade four. That's it. This is the target audience, smoke alarms, 911. Smoke alarms, 911. That's what we're doing. Teach the kids. They'll go home and tell their parents, we got to test our smoke alarms today because the fire chiefs were, fire department, firefighters were in our school, and that was the target audience. I think having the broader scope is uh, is about time. I don't I don't recall that this, in my memory that this has been the uh, this has been part of the focus for uh, fire prevention week. Yeah, it's been there, maybe a little more yeah. subtly, I suppose. But the issue now is that we are doing, and we we being all of us, right? Everybody who's interested in fire prevention and a fire safety advocate, we're doing such a good job, and the codes and standards are being so well adopted that children are at less risk of being injured or dying in fires than they used to be. Mm -hmm. So children are no longer that high risk group. However, they are still the sponges, and you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. They do still take the information home. So we certainly want to target them. But our risk groups are different now. Our risk groups are really busy people on the run who forget to turn off the burner, or people who have busy, busy families and they Mm -hmm. haven't tested their smoke alarms and they don't have an escape plan. So we're still using the children to get the messages out, but they're helping us target those critical higher risk groups. You know, people who live in high-density housing, people who um, are um, unable to um, test those alarms. We want to make sure that we're enabling them to do so by giving them the right tools and then understanding that you you only have two minutes, if mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. to get out. So how do you get out and practicing having and, and then practicing that escape plan is absolutely critical. If you're not on the curb waiting for the fire department, we all know mm-hmm. what the result is. Absolutely. So that is our messaging. Um, it's always been our messaging, but that mm-hmm. is our specific messaging this year for Fire Prevention Week, and we can't emphasize it enough, and you guys all know that. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we, we, I, would, I would hope that Fire Prevention Week is only the beginning for the rest of your year in fire prevention. One would think a fire department would take that if they're not having a program that is ongoing, that this may be the kick off this year would be the chance to jump into it and have it as a regular a regular program absolutely <clears throat> pardon me and that, again that in particular plan mm-hmm. and practice your escape plan and practice your escape make mm-hmm. it fun um, there's ways to, there are ways to do it we have all the grids for drawing your home and identifying two ways out of every room not just out of the building but two ways out of every room mm-hmm. if it's a, a, a single-family dwelling, right, but also ensuring that there are smoke alarms in all the proper locations, and uh, all of that detail is in the packaging that you'll see on the Mm -hmm. website, but there's also um, myriad resources that are there for use all year and any time for any kind of housing, any kind of occupancy, Um, tons and tons of videos that you can run in your department if you're doing an open house, lots of games, apps. Apps are great. We have fantastic apps for kids. So if you are doing an open house, we're not, you you, you talked earlier, Tom, about, you know, fire, fire prevention and fire education used to be about handing out pamphlets. Please don't hand out pamphlets, right? (laughs) We have so many things you can do to get people involved. And when Mm -hmm. people do, they remember. When they do, they learn, right? So Mm -hmm. all the apps and all of the creative things, that's what we're encouraging you to use. And all of that is free and downloadable from NFPA. So, you know, people say, oh, we need to buy a package of this and we need to buy a package of that. Well, you know where it goes. It goes in the recycler. So we don't want you doing that. I mean, if that's the way you you think it works best for you, Mm -hmm. that's fine. But we have so many other things that, you know, our new generations of children and also adults because we're all on our phones all the time we Mm -hmm. like to play games uh, and even older adults 
all have phones and iPads, right? Mm -hmm. So offer it to them that way too, rather than handing a piece of paper that nobody's ever going to read anymore. So we have mm -hmm. to change as well. We have to keep up with what our target audiences want and need and will use and remember. So that's the that's the direction we're going the last couple of years, and it's working. It's encouraging to see, um, I guess, an NFPA changing with the times, as it were, to to keep up and to have this new uh, this embrace the new technology. But there's one thing that hasn't change with the times too much and you didn't mention the uh, the main brand and it still be a part well he'll still be a part of the uh, and uh, and such and you you well you can mention well <laughs> yeah you know what i i ask ask fire departments and fire chiefs everywhere and firefighters to embrace their inner sparky that's sort of my, my motto now going forward so sparky of course is still front and center of our promotion and our campaign and uh you know very well very well loved mm -hmm. from coast to coast to coast and is a recognizable brand Mm -hmm. Right, so uh, it works. He works. Um, kids love to see him. Fire departments love to buy the, the the costume and dress up and be Sparky because it's it's full of energy and again a recognizable brand. Something that's positive and people. The takeaway when Sparky's around is that it's sort of a warm and fuzzy thing, and then we're all going to go home as a family mm -hmm. and do something positive to make sure again that we're keeping each other safe mm -hmm. in our homes. I think the, the, the feedback or I guess validation that fire departments get in small towns is we know a lot of people and when we hear back from the parents where the kids came home after we'd done the school presentations and the school presentations honestly have been um, they've been fairly mundane fairly fairly you know bring in a firefighter bring in uh, the in the pamphlets and uh, and make sure the kids have the worksheets and play around after we leave but showing off stuff and talking about fire prevention that's probably been what it's at you know having these tools available now for someone to go in and, and basically up their game in fire prevention and maybe be the catalyst and the kickstart for your program because it's not just, again, a lot of the old materials were dated. They had the, the dates on it and the year and this is just once the pamphlets expire at the end of the week, then they're really not usable anymore for, for any kind of program. I yeah. think. So this is this is nice to have. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And everything that's on this site, again, it, again, I know it keeps saying it's free and downloadable. Yes. You do have to print it. So I encourage volunteer fire departments in particular, if you're going to print uh, some of the activity sheets and whatnot, your escape plan grid, for example, uh, partner with your local print shop. So whether it's a big box one or your local guy who's mm -hmm. run the shop forever, Put their branding on whatever it is you're so doing. You can Bring change. You can change this and personalize it in your department with a with a local sponsor, or I guess even your fire department. Right? You can yeah. you can customize these. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what? We're not about that. We're just about getting the message mm -hmm. out. So, however, mm -hmm. whatever works for you and your department and your municipality and your region to get that message out, that's fine. Yeah, the um, the the. Phrasing is trademarked, and Sparky, mm -hmm. of course, is trademarked, but use it any way you wish. Mm -hmm. And um, the important thing is that people listen and they learn and they understand the importance of doing what we're asking them to do, which is mm -hmm. plan and practice your escape, right? So wh whatever works for you guys, absolutely, go for it. it, it I, I'd love to come up and, you know, doing doing talking to people today that are, that are listening and saying, you know, thinking, oh, yes, I've just got this program that I've done. I've just, it's, oh, it's fire prevention week. It's on my calendar. I better go out and do something. I better go to the school. I better go out and make plans to do this. We do it every year the same way. Uh, I like the, the idea, and for my 
personal uh, experiences is to think about the different groups that I should be targeting beyond the kids. And I want to talk more about that because, again, you know, thinking of those of the seniors groups of the of the the, the care homes or the assisted living facilities where you can get in there. Um, it may not be well. It might be a sparky friendly audience uh, in terms of, uh, but again, being that superhero and showing them uh, again some of the hazards, some of the dangers, and some things they need to be concerned about. Yeah, and you know, in the the care homes, they're they're generally very well prepared, mm-hmm. right? There's a fire safety plan, mm-hmm. and there are staff who are trained and whatnot. So our bigger concern than that even is older adults living on their own, Absolutely. right? So yeah. fires and falls are, are are big causes of concern for that particular demographic. So working with um, groups that cater to seniors, so who have a space where they come and do their activities or whatever it, may, it might be, those are the people we encourage you to work with. You know, can we have 15 minutes on your, your Tuesday night, whatever it might be, and talk about, think, think about, you know, if something happens, can you get out of your room, mm-hmm. right? Do you have your cell phone there? Do you have a, are you mobility challenged? And if so, what happens? And, and so get them to literally make the grid, draw it, and then that makes them think. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're right. You know what? How would I go get out? I don't move that quickly, and I really don't move that quickly when I'm woken up at two in the morning. Right. You know, are my smoke alarms in the right locations? You know, that's critical. And and in a lot of cases, we find that the smoke alarms have been there for a long time, mm-hmm. and there's a bit of a lack of understanding that you know they need to be replaced every ten years, and that. There's the whole discussion over close when you doze. Um, we like you to sleep with your door closed if your alarms are interconnected and you also have one in your bedroom. So you want to be specific about that messaging. Mm-hmm. And all of that messaging is in the NFPA mm-hmm. uh, desk reference. It's our Educational Messaging Advisory Committee document, which is also downloadable from NFPA.org. Mm-hmm. And that gives you the clarity if you're not sure when you're dealing with those kinds of issues. So I'm you know, I'm talking to you in British Columbia, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there might be different uh, legislation and regulations for smoke alarms in from province to province mm-hmm. to province. So we want to make sure you're accurate in, in that. Can't help but think a program like this could be the kickstart to uh, maybe a, a, a smoke alarm program or something you, you use, use this week to start something in your community that you've been wanting to start. Might be the ideal time. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Right. I mean, everyone's aware of it. There's lots of talk. We promote it. It's all over TV and radio and particularly Mm -hmm. all over social media. So um, it's a great time to kick off anything. We've got lots of departments across the country who are doing sprinkler side by side by side sprinkler demonstrations during fire prevention week. It's just because awareness is raised Mm -hmm. at that particular time. I think that that's a key. Um, You know, you and I both know uh, media, both both know marketing and promotion. Here you've got a national campaign that's being promoted across Canada, television and radio and, 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 and social media that you can be a part of in your community. You're tying onto this. You're not, it's not Fire Prevention Week just in your town. It's Fire Prevention Week across Canada. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We always run into that little glitch here in Canada where it's uh, Thanksgiving uh, during Fire mm-hmm, Prevention Week. Mm-hmm. And we recognize that, and that's one of the reasons that the <laughs> dates are off the banners. Mm-hmm. But we, you can do it anytime. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You don't so have you to can. do it during okay. those particular okay. dates. That's just when the recognition period is in the United States because it worked for them and it's in the proclamation and nobody's ever going to change it. doesn't matter to me if you do your fire prevention week in November or January or August. The the resources are still the same. Again, there's no dates on the Mm -hmm. artwork Mm -hmm. and the imaging, so you go for it whenever it works for your department because maybe in October Mm -hmm. uh, you're really busy doing training. Yes. Uh, Yes. We encourage there to be a national campaign, Mm -hmm. absolutely, but take the resources and run with them. 
take the resources, take the again, take advantage of the campaign that's on, on you know, advertising for you. The the uh, it's not it's kind of never too early to start printing stuff and start to downloading stuff. I, I guess the the message we leave people with today is to to get on the site as soon as you can and have a look, and and not the week before in October if you're going to plan something. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's there. It's live now. Again, firepreventionweek.org. The um, the menu is easy, it's uh, simple to follow, mm-hmm. and it actually there's a, a little tool on it that enables you to target your specific audience. So if you're looking for information for school children, it's click, you just click on mm-hmm. it, same for mm-hmm. older adults, uh, groups, whatever it might be. So we've simplified that for you this year. The other thing, contact me, let me know. Uh, I'm going to say it right out here. So it's <laughs> Canada CRR, which is Community Risk Reduction, so Canada CRR at nfpa.org. Or I'm even going to give you the phone number. It's 289-838-5158. Phone anytime. And uh, happy to walk people through this if they find it um, you know, confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it should be pretty straightforward. Or to even talk about how to pull together a program for you. So all the resources are there. You do have to spend a little bit of time thinking, okay, who's my target audience at this event? Or who's my target audience at that event? Or how, how could I use these to the best advantage? And I'm happy to, to help with that, of course. Reach out. Uh- uh, very accessible, Laura. You are, and to to uh, you know have the ability to have this national. Uh, I, I, I see national. This is almost local contact for us with the NFPA. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I go everywhere. <laughs> you can always find me. Yeah. <laughs> Laura King uh, with uh, NFPA, the uh, Public Education Rep for Canada. It's a pleasure um, to talk about this. We could have gotten into uh, a lot more discussion on other different topics and things because your plate is very full in terms of what is going on in Canada. And you probably get the feeling like some of us in the fire chief business that are the one person that's working for one big department trying to do everything. It's, it's tough and uh, thank Thank you for making it a little bit easier for those of us that don't really have the resources. Uh, you're welcome, Tom. Again, it's uh, firepreventionweek.org. Go spend some time there. Always a pleasure to talk with you, Tom. Uh, thanks very much to Firefighting in Canada. Thank you for joining Firefighting in Canada, the podcast brought to you by Draeger. Draeger products protect, support, and save lives. Firefighting equipment you can trust. Visit firefightingincanada.com and click on Hot Topics for more episodes.